Technology, politics, and the economy are changing fast. No time to keep up with all the policies affecting your everyday life and figuring out fact from fiction? Not even sure where God could fit in all of this? Don't worry, I've got your back. I'm here to dig a little deeper into the issues of the day. And most importantly, to show you the spiritual principles and solutions we can use to rise above it all victoriously for your family's success. Stay tuned as we discover God's plan for our life on earth as it is in heaven. The last time I spoke about evolution, I pointed out that atheists who believe in evolution as the explanation of how they got here have a big problem. And that is that they have no reason to trust anything that they think. The Christian founding fathers of the scientific method assumed that there was a creator who created things by laws. But if everything is changed by chance, why do they follow discernible laws? And if their brain was directed by survival, then there's no reason to think that it is able to discern truth. And we see the result of that realization in the philosophy of postmodernism, which is most prevalent right now. So they have the concept of there's my truth, your truth. We can never really tell which is right. There is no one creator who formed us all that ties us all together. And so people who don't believe in my truth, we can't even really speak to them because they don't have the ability to understand us because there's no common rule amongst us all. No common agreement on things that are actually true. Even if we can only discern them partially, as Christians we believe that there is something that is true and others that are not. And that allows us the basis to conduct science. And there is still so much science to discover in how this universe was made, and even how we were made. The design of the human body is so complex, and even the human cell, much more complex than a pool ball. Take the eye, for example. The image in the retina of the eye is upside down from the reality that it is perceiving. It is the occipital lobe in the brain that flips it right side up again so that what our brain understands is an upside up image, not an upside down image. If you were to believe that things changed a piece at a time by evolution, which would have been created first? The part of the brain that flips the image or the eyeball that flips the image? Because until you have both of them, you're walking around thinking everything is upside down, which would hardly be an advantage in the survival sense. It was only a couple of decades ago that we 
discovered that what were considered garbage parts in between the genes in the DNA were actually codons that turned off and on specific genes that followed. So that when a gene got turned on, it looked like it was a new gene that was created by the environment. But it was just triggered by what was useful for that particular environment. So yes, I believe in microevolution, that certain things that are an advantage in this environment will be turned on, and certain characteristics that are helpful in that environment will be apparent, and other ones will be turned off. But saying that a gene mutation will create something that's functionally better, it is almost always a detriment to the gene and less functional. Mutations generally lead to something that's deformed, which decreases the chance of survival, not increasing it. Our Creator has created an orderly universe governed by laws like speed of light and gravity that we can rely on that allow us to use science. He also governs the unseen world and has spiritual laws that he creates, that he uses to build his creation and is still using and still creating. Rules like forgiveness, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, Forgive, and you will be forgiven. This is a spiritual law that we can rely upon, that we can bank on. Gratitude. We hold what he gives us with an open hand, recognizing that he is Lord, that he is ultimately the creator, not us. We work for him. We can work with him, but he is in charge. We are not our own gods. And as we have gratitude, we have more of his blessing. In Romans chapter 1, verse 21, states that all parts of creation, the stars, the sea creatures, ourselves, declare that they have an intelligent designer. If we give him glory and are thankful, then we are able to see the righteousness of God. If not, people's minds become darkened, coming up with foolish thoughts, like evolution. This leads humans to dishonor their own bodies, going so far as to lust after the same sex, in verse 27 and becoming filled with all kinds of maliciousness and evil, becoming untrustworthy and unable to discern truth. Verse 31. And if you don't uh, believe my reading of this uh, passage, I invite you to look at it with an open mind yourself. Of course, we see difficult things happen to good people. And there are also some people who deliberately make it worse. But we also see the righteousness of God. So we all have a choice, life or death. God says, choose life. 
ideas like humans being formed by evolution and survival of the fittest and by random mutations in our genes. These kind of ideas are to be expected by people who don't choose life. These ideas lead to death. But these ideas are a difficult trap to get out of. So let's help our friends who believe in evolutionary science as a way of not recognizing God by breaking these myths for them. I hope this helps. If you are presenting your body as a living sacrifice and allowing Holy Spirit to transform your mind, congratulations. You are integrating your spirit, mind, and body, strengthening yourself to overcome evil with good. Please leave a rating for the show and hit subscribe to be notified of new fascinating topics I'll be discussing next on Earth as it is in Heaven. Until next time, may God bless you and make you a blessing to those around you.